Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of Slamfire Radio for October 28th, 2016. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel Michaud. I'm one of your other hosts, Kelly Lynn. And I'm Trevor Furlot. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, Maybe he'll join us. Yeah, I'm yeah. Matthew and Trevor's late, which is actually kind of funny because except for Kelly, we were all late. We, mm-hmm. no, nobody, I forgot it was Thursday, personally, so that's why I was at KFC whenever I remembered that, oh, it's podcast <laughs> night, I better get home. <laughs> I was trying to squeeze in a phone purchase. Yeah, and, and Trevor's off doing, he had meetings all day and he had stuff he had to get done before he went home, so hopefully mm-hmm. he's able to join us before too long, but uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I have no life. And Kelly has no, that's why you're on time. You just live for Thursday nights. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Well, uh, why don't we start with Trevor? Trevor, what did you do in guns this week? Well, I oh. sucked terribly at the three gun match that I went to on the weekend. Oh, no. That's no. Uh, it's true he did, though, but that, that I can't do a Trevor voice very good. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Trevor. Uh, well, since uh, since Trevor's not on the call, uh, Matthew, you've probably done just as much gun stuff. Why don't you talk about what you did in guns? Sure. Well, I did shoot the three-gun match with Trevor on Saturday at his range, except that it was raining terribly. It was like mm. flooding rain, kind of. Like, it was really coming down. So we're like, nope, we're not doing this. So they've got a, uh, a, a pistol camp at the back of the range that has shooting doors and shooting ports and windows and stuff. So we opened up some windows and uh, arranged some steel out of the windows and made up sort of a course of fire, uh, just kind of shooting through the windows. You run from one window to the next, and you started with the shotgun, and you ran to the next window and uh, shot with your pistol, then ran to the last. Actually, you ran out the door, and there was a covered firing point out there, and so we we grabbed the rifle there and and finished off uh, the the stage with the rifle. Um, And because we're using X-Metal targets, um, you know, out at 100 yards with the, even the the 556 rifles no problem no dents no nothing we're shooting that steel it was super super fun we were not expecting the number of people to show up that did uh we oh. had a solid 20 people there uh, a bunch wow. of guys from Quebec came i mean they were they were coming anyway because they thought the 3 gun was on uh but you know when when we canceled it the night before or the day before they're like no we're coming anyway we'll just you know have a fun shoot and so we did. We just turned it turned a fun shoot into sort of a mini competition, and had that that stage where uh, we're at, that I just just described. And then we did a, a man versus man. So we had two plate racks and two poppers. And so you started with your shotgun, and on the beep, of course, uh, each competitor uh, grabbed their shotgun off the table, and uh, you were only allowed to load five into your shotgun before you started so it was a level playing field for everybody but there were only five plates so as long as you didn't miss you didn't have to reload so you shoot the five plates drop the shotgun pick up your pistol and then shoot the popper with your pistol and the first popper to fall 
uh, wins. And then that person's name got selected. The other person gets kicked out of the competition. And then you just kept rotating through until you only had one man standing. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think for the first couple of rounds, just about everybody reloaded their shotgun. There were only five plates and they were only, I mean, they weren't that far away. They were, you know, whatever the 15, 20 yards away. So, I mean, it's not that far away. And uh, we, we were all missing everybody, even, even you know, well, even me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, you know, people were just trying to go too fast. We had some people who uh, who are really known for, for being good shooters, and they showed up with all their, their shiny, blingy gear, and so, you know, kind of intimidated some of the, the sh- other shooters. And so everybody was trying to go as fast as they could, and uh, consequently, people were missing. <laughs> But uh, it boiled down to uh, Officer Frank in the end against uh, Snuffy, I think. Oh, really? Snuffy did well. He went up against some people who we we were like, oh, well, at least you had fun kind of thing. And then he came out on top. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, he shot really, really well. And like I said, Snuffy came in second, I believe. Officer Frank came in first. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I ended up third in that, and I ended up fourth in, in the other competition. So third and fourth, not too bad out of 20. So I was I was happy enough with that. Trevor, well, Trevor, would, I mean, I mean to be fair, Trevor's just a poor shot, really. So <laughs> it's not, you know, you can't really. <laughs> he was actually shooting left-handed because he, just had, just, <laughs> he just had carpal tunnel syndrome uh, surgery done on his right hand. So he has to do everything left-handed. And... Uh, so yeah, he he did abysmally. He although he did not place last. He was sort of middle of the pack. And so that just kind of shows you that even left-handed Trevor's a force to contend with. So, you know, I got to give him credit, I guess, wherever it's due, what little is there, but you know, I'll give it to him anyway. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we had a lot of fun. You know, nobody got that wet. You know, we only had to run out long enough to reset the steel, so we got to stay inside. There was a fire going and uh, you know, where where we weren't shooting and when we weren't shooting, everybody was just kind of gathered around, chatting, talking guns, and just kind of hanging out. So it was a really good time. I'm really glad that I went. And, uh, yeah, um, after the show uh, would be the stories about what happened after the shoot at Trevor's house that night. So <laughs> let's <laughs> just say sh- shenanigans ensued. There were multiple – have you guys heard of the one-chip challenge? Oh, yes. It's yes. that, that super yes. hot pepper kind of coated chip and you just eat the yeah. one and you try not to die. So, how? Mu- okay, first of all, they saw you guys coming, right? Oh when my they goodness. they were marketing this? Did they ever? <laughs> Holy cow. I think we cleaned out Sobeys. They're five bucks a chip. I know. They, man, I didn't eat one personally. I'm not, oh, really? I'm not a fan of hot food. But uh, Trevor had one and just about everybody else there that has no common sense whatsoever um, that had one. <laughs> uh, Pierre-Luc. Pierre-Luc ate four. Oh, my God. Four. <laughs> yeah, his brother, Marc-Andre, I think he had three, and uh, a couple of people had two, and then everybody else pretty much just had one and went, yeah, I'm about to die, so I'm not going to have another <laughs> one. Anyway, there, there, was, there was some live streaming of that on Facebook, so anybody who's friends with Trevor can go and check out his Facebook feed, and you'll be able to see. Oh, Filthy was there, too. So, yes. Filthy, yeah, he filmed some of that. And, uh, yeah, no, it was just, it was a good time hanging out with everybody. Jason Gallen came up, and he told stories, because we had people there who hadn't heard his stories before, so they were shocked and mortified and horrified, <laughs> and 
very amused. <laughs> the legend. Oh, the legend continues. Yes. So. Can I ask you a question about the three-gun, though? Afterwards, yeah. before the shenanigans at the house, uh, wasn't there somebody else that attended, kind of, a little bit, else maybe? that attended, hmm. kind of? You're going to have to be a bit more specific than that. Well, one of your other co-hosts. One of my other co-hosts. Wasn't there uh, somebody else, Adriel, there? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, Adriel made an appearance. Also, uh, you can see that on Facebook. We we kind of did the firing squad with him. Yeah. So that was fun. (laughs) Now up in the man cave with lots of holes in him. Lots of holes. We tried to blow him up with Tannerite. It did not yeah, I saw work. That. What happened? It wasn't yeah, Tannerite. It was Shockwave, and oh. it did not go off. Uh, we watched the video from behind, and it mm-hmm. got solid hits. Like it wasn't like somebody just skimmed it and it just kind of leaked out. It got solid hits, and it did not detonate. So I don't know if it was just too wet, too damp. Uh, what happened? But uh, yeah, unfortunately, he did not get blown up. But he did fall over, and nobody stopped shooting, and basically took the top <laughs> of his head right off. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. yeah, some sort of sadistic firing squad that just doesn't stop when the uh, yeah when the target is down. You go down, we don't care. We just keep. Well, it was funny because well, I'm not going to tell that story just just in case. I'll, I'll tell you guys after the show. I don't want to get all anybody right. in trouble. But uh, yeah, and let's just say good times were had by all. Excellent. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's all the gun stuff I did. I got some hunting related things that I sort of did. I've been itching to take my shotgun in the plane and go find some field out in the middle of nowhere and land the plane in the field and go bird hunting. The problem is, almost everywhere that I can find to land safely, I can just drive there with my truck. And I could get there just as fast as my truck as I could in my plane, so what's the point? Well, tonight I was out flying with a buddy of mine and we went down low over some fields that I hadn't been over before. And it would take quite a while to get there with the truck, but it's perfectly good location to land in fact i did a couple of touch and goes and uh, it's going to be a good spot to land and the the foliage around the area is like perfect grouse type territory so if the weather holds off i'm grabbing the shotgun on saturday and i'm flying over to these fields and i'm landing and i'm going bird hunting and it's going to be awesome i don't even care if i get anything i just want to take my gun in the plane and go go hunting somewhere and say i went like i don't know on some expedition or something but anyway so that was in new brunswick do you have to wait what is it like six hours after flying in a plane before you can shoot yes i believe it is six six hours six hours from from cloud to trigger, I think, is the, how they say that. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> uh, as long as I don't shoot from the plane, I'm perfectly legal. Ask, you can't do it from the plane. No. You know, we're, no. we're allowed to have a gun on the plane. It can't be loaded. It's just like any other motorized vehicle. Right. You can't have a loaded firearm on an aircraft. So Now, you, are you going to charge yourself $100? Yes. Yes, I am. Yep. I'll charge myself $100 an hour and I'm going to guide myself as well. So I'll be charging a guide fee. (laughs) Now, what if the guns are mounted in the wings and they're like forward facing? Well, you you still can't load them, unfortunately. I'm trying to figure out a workaround for that, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get in trouble no matter what I do if I load the gun. So I'm going to go ahead and and not. Uh, So here's here's the only thing I can think of. You know, like in, in duck hunting where you have the boat, you're allowed to have the, the shotgun loaded and you're allowed to hunt from your boat as long as the motor is off, right? Or is it off mm-hmm. and out of the water? 
But regardless, it's something like that. There's like you can you can use a motorboat to go duck hunting or goose hunting as long as you don't have the engine on while you're hunting. So I what if I just glide? I I climb up, I turn (laughs) the engine off, and I just glide. So if the engine's off, I could be like pack 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 shooting at the birds as I go by, and then just like restart the engine after I'm done shooting. No. I'll find out if the black helicopters appear when I try it, and and, and I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> is your prop behind your airplane or it in front? It is. It's behind, so it's great. All oh. I got to do is not eject the, the brass into the, <laughs> Yeah, so if I get a shell catcher, a brass catcher, I'll be cool. I'll be good to go. So I'm thinking like single shot shotguns, and then I'll just like grab the shell out before. <laughs> or uh, an over-under or something like that. Over-under, yep, yep. I don't think you can get brass catchers for shotguns, can you? Like a hull catcher? Uh, no, it seems odd. I'll just like tape a garbage bag to the side of the shotgun, and you know, off I go. That worked in your plane. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember that movie where there was the light ultralight and the ducks and the geese, and she flew away home with them. That's what I see when I picture this, Matthew. That is you, now you can hunt them too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if those geese form up on my wing. I'm taking them out. <laughs> <laughs> They're all landing where action. you are, and yeah. then you get out. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Uh, anyhow. You fooled us. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's pretty much all I did. So I guess uh, Trevor would be next, but since he's not here, I, I guess it's uh, it's Adriel's turn. Awesome. Uh, let's see. So I went to uh, – uh, he's actually a listener of this show. I, I know him in real life. <laughs> his, his name's Chad. I went to his place over the weekend. We shot some clays, tannerite, shot with a bunch of other guys. And uh, uh, I sighted in that uh, Tika T3 uh, in 30-odd-6. Got some nice tight groups with it. And uh, I, r- I really love the bolts on that thing. After you know, uh, It's very smooth in action. And even after firing, you go and unlock it. And it's, and it's just so easy to, uh, to unlock. And it's such a, such a slick bolt. I just, I just love that gun. Nice. Uh, so the, are you going to actually keep this one for a while or? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if, if I wanted to keep a gun and hunt with it, yes, absolutely. This is, there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Uh, but, you know, the thing, the thing I'm into right now is, uh, is reviewing guns. So I can't, That's right. uh, yeah, you can't, can't afford to keep, keep them buying more. And, uh, uh, you know, my wife will start to, uh, start to, start to have questions if yeah. I buy no, more safes. <laughs> uh let's see i shot that i shot the uh 1919 uh first couple of mags it uh i had some jams uh i re- you really do need to beat those things in and uh and shoot a lot of shells out of them so uh after uh after shooting some more uh spicy loads through it i uh i started to get some some better reliability out of it um i actually noticed you can over insert the magazines on it and bind up the uh uh, what is that? The bolt hold open, so you can't you can't slap the magazine from the bottom and really beat it in there when the bolt is open because uh, you will you will over insert that magazine. Uh, let's see what else did I do? Oh, while well, I was at uh, Chad's place, I mounted the uh, AR uh, rifle barrel that I had ordered the other week. Uh, so that was the Rainier Arms 16 inch, uh, uh, not heavy barrel, but like medium weight barrel. Uh, he had the Magpul block. That just kind of like fits into the uh, where the bolt lugs are, uh, not the bolt lugs, but the uh, recess is in the in the barrel. So it's it's it was it was a, a slick little setup because normally your upper you need to like put clamps on it, maybe put an insert when you're when you're throwing your barrel on. But this guy, 
it was the simplest thing in the world. You just kind of pop it in there. It, it sticks into the barrel and uh, uh, just grabs onto those lugs there and makes it very easy to pull the barrel off. Like we were, we were done in like five minutes, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was. It, it doesn't take up a ton of bench space, or it's not like like a lot of those clamshell shell ones that uh, go on an upper are kind of bulky and mm-hmm. you know have to go on a shelf somewhere. Whereas this is like really small. And the the other side of it is a, a mag like a mag block kind of a thing, so you can use it on your lower if you just want to hold your lower and uh, work on it on a vice or something like that. So this is a cool piece of tech. Um, cool. Very nice here. I got a BRS99 in the mail. This is the Canadian Uzi that uh, uh, Matthew reviewed on his channel. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this one was uh, from Tactical Imports. It's a cool little gun. I didn't, uh, I didn't think it'd be so neat. It's like it's the, fun, the isn't it? Is yeah, it's 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 a uh, stamped steel construction. It reminded me a lot of the AR180B. It had uh, like all that stamp construction. It had the dual. Uh, uh, recoil springs and rods on the back and uh, uh it, it disassembled not the same as an ar-180b but there were there's definitely some uh, some design inspiration in there uh and i thought it, i thought it was really neat uh i really like where the bolt release is the trigger is not the worst thing in the world um the only thing the only thing i don't like is the five round mags they're, they're so nice and big and then they're, i know they're so easy to grab onto it's like oh five rounds but, uh, it's so irritating that they're only five rounds and you can't get pistol mags for them. It's just, ah, it'd be so much more fun with more ammo. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's a it's a cool-looking uh, cool looking kit. I, mean, I think this is um, one of the owners at Tactical, uh, Tactical Imports, their, their personal BRS, because it came with uh, uh, Red Dot on it. He's oh, got really? a shield on there. Yeah, well, so I didn't I get a Red just... Dot on mine, Tom. Just saying. <laughs> Send me a so, gun to play with and don't even include a red dot. Gosh. Well, didn't he send you... No. Anyways. <laughs> he sent me so much stuff. He, he, I know. He owes me nothing. I just like, you know, being ungrateful. Thomas is the bomb. <laughs> yeah, Thomas is the bomb. Um, he is. He, he, I agree. So, the the iron sights on there. I don't know what you what you felt with that iron uh, with the the wire stock there, Matthew. But you really got to get your face down on that thing to see the iron sights oh, on. Oh, it's, it's almost- so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's too low. The the red yep. dot though, perfect, perfect on the red dot. You don't nice. have to jam your face too low, and uh, you kind of keep your face up a little bit higher on it. I haven't had a chance to shoot it. I am going to shoot it. I think on Sunday. I think I might take some people up from work Sunday and. Uh, and pull a bunch of this crazy stuff out. Nice. That'll be cool. They'll uh, be like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Here's a, here's a newsie. Here, shoot this. <laughs> it is fun to shoot. We had it at the charity shoot last year. Not the one that just happened this year, but the one before. We had it at a stage. Didn't yes, we? we did. Yeah, we did. Yes, yeah, we did. Was, That's when I still fun. had it. Yeah. Because Tom, it Tom Nelson fun. was there, and uh, he got to shoot it too, and he, he thought very highly of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Not. <laughs> He's like the only saving grace this thing has, and I can't remember what it was. There was one thing that he liked. <laughs> it, it was I fun. The bolt release. The bolt release is in the right spot. It's very that, handy. That might have been it. Not that might but... have been it. Yeah, the safety is in a really awkward location, and it's backwards. And uh, and the, yeah, the bolt release I think was the only thing that he thought was good on the gun. But nice he, drop I mean, me too. It, what's that? Sorry. Hello. Oh, no. we lost Adriel. Uh, no, I'm just it, it fades out every once in a while on me. Oh. Just faded out for a second there. I'm good. I'm here. Well I'm not <laughs> editing that out because we want to make sure everybody knows that was your fault. Yeah. 
totally my fault. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else do I got here. Uh, my safe uh, like has been closing hard the last two times I used it. It's because you're uh, putting a lot of guns in it, right? Yeah, too many guns yes. in there. Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> so I had too many, and I didn't close it. Like the door didn't close properly, and I jammed. Uh, uh, I jammed it shut anyways. Uh, perfect. No, that's what you. And, that's what you uh, should do. Yeah, just continue yeah, to just jam it shut. It. Yeah. That's Always kind of my MO is uh, is yeah. forcing it and not trying to look and find out what was wrong. So if in uh, doubt, hit it with something. Yeah, that's my motto. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the lower pins kind of like went out of alignment. There's like this bar that uh, that's in there, and they're just they're just on these these like bolts and nuts that kind of hold it all together. So I uh, well, like luckily it's it's actually easy to get access to that stuff. You just have to pull this little drywall sheet off and uh, get access to it. So I'm going to tune that tonight it's locked up right now it's just you know i have to use my key and uh i still need to to tune it a little bit so right i'll work on that a little bit uh and then last night i shot just a pile of videos <laughs> i got uh the grizzly mag fed the actel 1919 the brs99 uh a, a range finder oh there's got to be something else in there i forgot to do the tika i forgot to do the tika really? video review last night <laughs> the one that you're like so yeah. in love with you're like oh yeah i should do that yeah <laughs> I'll have I'll have all uh, all hunting season to to review that one. Of course, but uh, yeah, you got to have a good comprehensive yeah. review after you get some experience with it. After I shoot a deer, I'll, I'm going to leave the stickers on it. The stickers are going to stay on it the whole time. Nice. <laughs> and and the price value. tag. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's still on there. Do you know the price I got on that thing, right? No. Six ninety nine. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, because they were clearing them out to get the T three Xs in. Right. It's like how like okay. How do you you can't beat that? That's insane. Oh, That's no. nice. Yeah, it's it's such a good. I'm I'm going to make all my money back when I go and sell this thing because it's it's well gonna no because you're going to sell it to me for five hundred bucks. <laughs> I mean two hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. I'd I'd keep it and I'd I'd buy another safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I have a question about your safe and you know forcing it closed. Did you damage the guns? No. Okay. No, That's like the, the, safe, the safe door, the safe door, like hit the the butt of a gun. Um, but it's it's like carpeted on the inside and everything, so that's that's fine. It's just when I went to close there, there's like these bolts that come out the the bottoms and the sides, and that hit against the edge of the lip. And all that did was push the uh, push them in those nuts that that uh, that they've got there. They're kind of like adjustable on the inside. So all I have to do is kind of loosen up those nuts and readjust it and then torque it down again and she'll be good to go i already like loosened them and forced it and it went back into where it should be now i just need to i'm just going to finally tune it so it's uh it's really nice and slick like a tika t3 yeah yeah i don't think it'll get there but (laughs) yeah what about you kelly what did you uh, you do in guns this week absolutely nothing (laughs) no uh third week in a row i didn't get out to the range it has been cold and rainy and yeah. That you know, that's a good excuse. It really is. It it's, it's I I like having gross. fun outside when it's warm and sunny. I don't like being outside. Like when I was going over to help Trevor with his three gun thing, I I just flat out told him, if it's raining, I'm not shooting. But I'll come hang out with you. I'm not shooting in the rain. I I like shooting. I hate getting rained on. I, I know, hate getting rained on more than I like shooting. So there you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we didn't go. Sat- Sunday was the only day we actually could have went, and it was pouring, and it was. No. Yeah. Anyways. No. When? Yeah. No. Yeah. There's no sense in going when it's miserable like that. No. Wait till and... it snows, then you can go because you don't get wet then. <sighs> or maybe we can go indoors. Ooh, that. 
Just go in your basement. <laughs> yeah, I could go in my basement. Yeah, the neighbors probably wouldn't like that either. Nah. I share a wall with somebody. Oops. Um, <laughs> went to SFRC, um, said hi to Marcy and Ryan, and looking for ammo. They didn't have any of the ammo I wanted either. So. No, what are you looking for? Uh, more Gila. The, uh, the high velocity, they didn't have any in stock. They got a whole bunch of other stuff, but not that. No. So, anyways, I'll go back that weekend. That's for the 22, right? Yeah, it's for the 22. Yeah. It's the she called us a gun or an ammo snob, which is kind of true because it's the only stuff that we use. So. Well, if, I mean, if that's what your gun likes, that's your, exactly. what your, yeah, that's the thing. I was fortunate that my guns like the cheapest ammo you can find, but I mean that's rare. Yeah, mine don't. Yeah. My, my, so. Yeah. It is what yeah. it is. You you shoot what's accurate. Otherwise, what's the point? Um, the other thing that I did, I, did I tell you guys about the fact that uh, I offered a prize for a fundraiser we're doing at work? Did I? I don't know. Sounds don't familiar, but I'm not sure if you mentioned it on the show or not. Okay. So what I did was I we're having a fundraiser at work, and I offered a couple of prizes, one for ladies only and then one for to be open to men or whatever. And or whatever. <laughs> Those pesky <laughs> men. Gosh. We're, we're talking about the transition anyways. Uh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the prizes are, uh, they can come to the range, uh, have a range day. Hey, I can go to the range because people, I'll be bringing people to work or from work. So a couple of prizes and uh, people are going to bid on them during an auction. They'll take them to the range. Uh, they can shoot a variety of firearms, shotgun, rifle, pistol, and I'll supply all the ammo and everything too. So. We're going to raise some money, and people will go to the range. Very nice. So I thought that was kind of cool. It's a good idea for a fundraiser. I concur. That is kind of cool. And a great yeah. idea for a fundraiser. And we can get more people shooting who aren't shooting. Beauty. You know? Yeah. Love Definitely. it. That's well, it. That's, that's all. It. That's it. That's all. That's it. that's it all. Okay. All right. Let's move on to uh, upcoming events then. Uh, so there's the Ferlacci handgun course, but it's pretty much full. And how many people do we have on the wait list? Many. Many. Really? Yeah. We have at that's least... His, that's his name. Manny? Man, yeah, <laughs> just, just this one guy. Many. Um, I think there's at least... I'm going to say three on each. Mm. But I think it's five. So, they're, yeah, the wait list is starting to fill up, too. But, I mean, that's fine. Get on the wait list. I mean, this is still, like, eight months away, nine months away. Like, there's still a chance that people are going to, you know, not come for whatever reason. So, if, you, if you're interested in going, let me know. Send me an email. I'll get you on the wait list, and uh, we'll let you know if, uh, if a, a spot opens up. Right. When do people have to start paying as well? Uh, we're going to ask. We're going to start asking people to start thinking about sending us some money uh, sometime in January. So after the new year. So just after because we want to get our plane tickets early, so they're nice and cheap. Yeah. So yeah, any any time after July or July, <laughs> January first would be cool. But, I mean, that, that's not to say you have to right then. It's just that's when we're going to start asking that, that it's, it should start trickling in by then so that we can get things squared away. So people need to start saving now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we like to ask people for their money after Christmas. We really <laughs> should be asking totally for it broke. now before Christmas. <laughs> hey, honey, I got you a – well, I got you a present for me. I'm going to the shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's not a bad thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Our other event here is the uh, Canadian Patriot Podcast and the International Liberty or Death Podcast are hosting a charity shoot at the Guelph Rod and Gun Club on November 5th. And that's it for upcoming events. Hey, it's it's getting into winter, right? So we should have fewer events. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. 
Yeah, exactly. Who wants to talk about the uh, Lee Enfields that are potentially going up for sale that uh, are the Rangers? Yeah, I put this in, and yeah, that's exactly it. So the Lee Enfields, we knew that the Rangers were getting, uh, uh, well, they're getting new firearms, right? So the Lee Enfields are being deemed surplus. They're going to offer them to the Rangers uh, if they want to keep them. They're predicting about 5,000 will be kept by them. And then another 9,500 will be um, basically given to cadets for non-functioning drill, as non-functioning drill rifles. And then after that, they don't know how many are going to be offered, but they're going to offer them up to the public as well. So if you want to get a surplus, um, Lee Enfield, then you might, but they also don't know how much they're going to be and when this is going to happen. So we have to keep an eye out for it. That would yeah, be cool. It goes I'd to like auction, to have. Uh, it, it might uh, it might all go to one big buyer, right? Someone might it buy might. Like, all right, of them. and then we would have to buy from you know, say like Marstar or something like that. Bought them all, yeah. and then we'd have to buy them from them. Right. They. Yeah. The way the government works is they have to put it. They have to put it up as um, offer it as um, uh, crown assets, and then put it out for bid. Oh, so okay. I don't I don't know if it's going to be individual. Uh, they don't know if it's going to be individual or if it's going to be... Yeah, I would personal. say probably not in the interest of keeping it simple. The government's going to want to just dump them all on one person, and then that one person can be responsible for parting them out. Right. Would be my guess. I th- I still think it'd be cool to own one of those, though. That'd be kind of neat. I mean, just, uh, just to say that you, you've got a piece of Canadian military... Recent Canadian military history, even though it's <laughs> uh, a <laughs> 60-year-old rifle, but, you know, whatever. Well, well maybe they're... like. W- I'm not sure about these rifles, but if they're just crated up uh, Enfields and they're like full military wood stock and they're not sporterized or anything, um, and they're sell like it all depends on the price, right? If they're selling them for like 500 bucks or something like that, that would be really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't know. They're, they, sh- it's the Rangers. They're using them, so they're going to be rifles that are used. When do they get their new rifles? There's got to be a pile of them that are unused. I got to imagine that, okay, here's here's how I imagine that what's happened here is they've like created up a bunch of these rifles after, I don't know, World War II, um, oiled them, crated them up, and uh, and just have them sitting in storage. And these guys have been slowly picking them off and using them and, oh, we broke one. Okay, crack another one out of one of the crates, right? Um, so there's there's got to be an armory somewhere that has like a big supply of these things that were intended for the Rangers to just use and abuse. So some of them are probably those those used ones, Kelly, that um, right. they've been like skidooing around with. But they've got to have a bunch of these that have just been sitting in oil that might be really in really good condition. Um, you know, that were just like created up after, I don't know, World War II or whenever the last time we use these, right? That would be right. cool. And I, and I hope you're right about that. But I believe one of the reasons they switched rifles was because they couldn't get parts for them anymore. And so that leads mm-hmm. me to believe that they've probably gone through all of the crates of them and they don't have any left. But I could be wrong. <laughs> I hope you're right yeah. because I'd love a pristine, you know, Lee Enfield full wood. That would be awesome. Let's hope. All right. <laughs> We don't even know when or yeah. where. It's just something to keep whatever. our eye out for, something I guess. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's got this? Uh, who's got this next one? I, I, have, I have opinions on it, but uh... yeah, <laughs> I put it in too. It's okay. the talk of the town right now. It's the uh, Remington is releasing a striker fire pistol. Woo! Oh yeah, no, there is it. <laughs> another one. What, what was that one they released two years ago? That was terrible. Fifty-one. The R fifty-one. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's one like that. 
<laughs> Maybe they got it right this time, but it's still, I'm sorry, not a pretty looking firearm. It's not, is it? In my opinion, no, it's not. I mean, I'm not particularly one to care about how a firearm looks. I mean, I shoot a Glock. Let's, you know, so, I mean, come on, I don't really care. That being said, I, I probably wouldn't own a high point or one of these. Well, I, I got to I gotta wonder what the point is at, at some point, right? I mean, if we've got Glocks out there and they're in good supply and they're of known quality and they've got a really good aftermarket, and then we've got M&P. Okay, well, you know, there, there's another option out there for you guys. So, you know, you've got the M&P and then we've got the H&Ks and then we've got the Walther and then we've got FN and we've got all these pistol manufacturers that are that are kind of solving the same problem with the same platform. They've yep. got a polymer striker-fired pistol. Like, that's... <laughs> And they they all use the same like swinging trigger design to uh, to not need a, a safety. They all like have the same tilting block uh, uh, action on them, right? So I mean, it's at some point like <laughs> why how many do we of these have do we need? Pistols? Yeah, yeah. Well, like okay, Remington's got one. Great. Well, I I know I definitely don't want that one, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting. They don't have a safety on it. Just saying. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, like uh, Glocks don't have safeties on them, right? It's, it's the safety, yeah. the trigger, and the sear block, and, and all these other things. But I thought it was uh, funny, Remington, you know, safety. Anyways, go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do. They did uh, tout their. Uh, oh, what do they call their rear sights? Terrible. Uh, fighting, oh, fighting surface rear sight. It's it's flat really? on the front, so you can use it to cock it on your belt or something like that, right? You can run the slide by by hitting your belt. Oh. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good thing. I, I, I don't disagree that, you know, that's, that's great. You know, it's got a fairly low bore axis. It looks it, not as low as it yep. could be. It looks like it's ambidextrous. Um, you know, it's, it's the, the, like you said, though, Adriel, it's, it's the same gun that's out there already in five different versions already. Like, I don't, I don't see the point. I think Remington just wanted to get into the handgun. That's exactly they really, they really, what, what, what handgun does Remington have? Well, they are 51. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I think they just wanted to break into the handgun market, and they're just doing it however they can. And I guess, you know, look at the most successful gun and copy it, I guess. And so that's what they did along with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe their trigger's better. I don't know. But, I mean, then then you have to worry about, okay, now we need a holster for this thing. Now, yeah. what do the magazines look like? Do they work with Glock mag? pouches mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing right oh what about aftermarket sites oh well that's something entirely different it's like it's it's a whole rigor mall all over again right yep we don't really have enough pistols in canada here to afford to have like like good supply for all of these things so no if you buy one of these things you'll probably have to get most of your parts out of the states that's it. until they get until they get popular i mean if 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 price is good i mean right now they're um uh, MSRP isn't finalized. Okay. Uh, pe- people are thinking it's going to be 500 US, which is going to be you know like three thousand dollars Canadian. Yep. Right. Yeah. But uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I imagine it like what by the t- by the time that gets through import and gets to our shores, what's that going to be? Nine hundred bucks? A thousand bucks? Yeah, probably. And what's yeah? I'm not going to pay that for uh, no. I'm not going to pay that for this gun. And the no. other thing that's irritating, it's got slide serrations close to the muzzle i hate that yeah it does it encourages people yeah. to cock the gun like rack the slide with their hand forward of the oh that's just the the bat the worst spot you can rack your gun oh anyway sorry pet peeve 
It looks very plastic. Maybe it's their tactical spot. That's that's where you like you can use it with your uh, like the uh, back of your knee kind of a thing to squeeze it to to oh rack gosh. it. You could try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that other horribleness. Anyways, I mean it's out. But I mean, yeah, my thoughts are there's there's too there's too many polymer striker fired pistols out there. Ruger's got one. They're like they're, there's just there's so many in there. Remington yeah. doesn't have any handguns. They're like, hey, let's try making this, and then the first one's terrible. And now they're like, wow, people won't remember that. Let's try again. <laughs> it's still on their homepage. I was looking at it today. Uh, let's see here, Remington.com. Oh, like the, the R51 still. Yeah, it's like the R51. We redid it or something. <laughs> Man, the perfected Remington R51. Fool. Maybe that means fool. that you know it's working now. Was that fool me once, never fool me twice? I I don't know, but you can't fool me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Trevor will want to try it out. Probably he'll probably he's probably already bought one. <laughs> yeah. Did he try the Ruger American pistol? I don't know. I don't think so. He had one. No. Same as everything else out there. Anyways, there's that. Um, Yeah. So I guess uh, let's head into our main topic. Tonight's main topic is the Canadian Gun Girl. Uh, Tonight we have Haley and her dad, Jeremy, on uh, to do an interview to talk about their YouTube channel and everything that's going on uh, with the Canadian Gun Girl. Hi, Haley. How are you? Good. That's good. And hi, Jeremy. How are you doing? Good. Uh, Haley actually just uh, jumped on. Uh, she just got in from school, so we'd like to thank her and also Jeremy for arranging this as well. No, Jeremy, no um, we thought we'd ask you a couple of questions first because you're her dad, and we just thought uh, um, we'd get you on to well supervise wanted, us basically. Yeah, supervise. Basically. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably the best bet there. She's probably <laughs> the more mature of the bunch of us. Yeah, you are. Uh, so just tell us a little bit about yourself and and, and that as well, like uh, the area approximately where you're living and uh, like you, you know your involvement with guns and that, and then we'll actually uh, do the interview with Haley. All right. Uh, well, let's see here. Um, I'm Jeremy. I'm Haley's dad. She has uh, two other siblings, uh, a brother and a sister. Uh I myself, I've been shooting, uh, I shot a lot when I was younger. Uh, I stopped shooting for a bit between 18 and, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago. And then I, 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 for some reason, just started getting, getting passion again. And I just jumped right back in. You know, I was shooting way before they had all that licensing stuff and, <laughs> and all that. Um, we live in Chilliwack, B.C., um, and... Uh, Pretty much outside, well, outside of Chilliwack, BC, where you can just drive down the road and shoot anywhere. It's okay. pretty fun, actually. So yeah, that's I, that's, I, that's what I like about living out in a rural area. Is you can just, hey, if you want to go shooting, great, grab your gun, let's go. <laughs> yeah, plus we have we have like a, a million mountains here, right? So you just yep. drive up a mountain and you're good. Yep. So I see that you actually, you said that you have two other kids as well. They're involved in shooting as well, right? You take my them son out? is my son's a licensed shooter, just like her. Mm-hmm. He's sixteen, uh, and Hannah's more of a bow shooter, but she will come out with us. Oh, it's too bad Trevor's not on. Trevor's our resident bow hunter, Robin Hood guy. Yeah, she's she, she's too? our she's our Robin Hood. Um, but she, <laughs> oddly enough, you know, when she picks up a gun, she's naturally good at it. Like it's sickening <laughs> to see how good she is at it. Because like, and she has no interest, and that's the funny part about it. But she goes up there, she gets there, and she just 
Like, she drives tax. Does it? That's wow. awesome. All right. So let's turn to Haley. Hi, Haley. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we lose Kelly? Oh, we've been, listeners, we've been having problems with Kelly's internet all night. So we're just going to keep going and I'm going to ask some questions. And if Kelly comes back, then we'll just kind of, we'll, we'll just squeeze her back in. So Adriel, you and I can, we'll, we'll just continue on yep. with this, I guess. So, yep. so Haley, um, when, okay. when did you start shooting? About two years ago. Um, it's when, uh, when my dad started up again, that's when I started. And the first gun I shot was my dad's SKS. Oh, oh, again, it's too bad Trevor's out on. The SKS is Trevor's favorite gun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being a little facetious. Trevor actually doesn't like the SKS very much at all. But anyway, we like to make fun of him about it anyway. So, oh yeah, the SKS is a great rifle, I think. Uh, It's awesome. It's it's one of my favorites up there. Inexpensive, inexpensive ammo. Accuracy, eh, but it's fairly reliable. It is. Yeah, yeah, you can drop it all over the place and still be able to use it. <laughs> yeah, rugged. I think rugged is the right word there. So, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I actually did my SKS in uh, in um, uh, truck bed liner. Nice. So, so it's just it's pure black, and like I said, the, the whole stock is just done in truck bed liner, and same with the the gas tube itself. It it my my gunsmiths actually really like. That, that's right up Trevor's alley. Trevor's going to be so sad that he wasn't okay. on tonight. <laughs> so, Haley, was it sort of a kind of a dad came home with some guns and you're like, hey, those look like fun. Can I play? Um, no, actually, um, I was probably just in my room that I day. And my dad asked us if we wanted to go up into the mountains and shoot. And I just got randomly interested and said, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So, so I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, Kelly. Thanks. See, Haley's the I'll do anything girl. Uh, and that's what you need. That's awesome. Kind of like Kelly. Kelly will do almost anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't spread that rumor. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're the one that actually asked your dad. That's awesome. Uh, you, your dad was saying that you have a project, and can you tell us a little bit about the project? Is it the YouTube uh, channel exactly, or what is it all about? Um, it's it's just Canadian Gun Girl, and I'm hoping to shoot, um, get it somewhere, and um, <laughs> it's hard to explain. I'm hoping that like if people watch my videos, they get interested in. Like, they won't just take guns as deadly weapons, but they'll take them as, like... Kind of like tools. Yeah, like tools. Because, I mean, a weapon, you know... A tool could be a weapon. Yeah, exactly. All sorts of kind of things. And, like, it's not really the firearm that's the weapon. I like to think that the people are the weapons. You're a smart girl. Yeah, you are. Okay. So how long ago did you start the YouTube channel? couple months ago couple like months. three yeah I, on the fifth of next month it'll be four months okay all right and you have quite a few i uh i've looked at some of them um so the latest one you that you posted was the one about your grandpa's or sorry great grandpa's cooey the cooey model 90 or sorry 82 and you took that out night shooting right and you did that yeah. you posted that last night or a couple nights ago. No, it was oh, last night. It was last night? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did this morning, too. Oh, what day is I it? 
I don't usually post it. My dad usually has the footage and posts it. Yeah, okay. I do. Uh, I do. I do the YouTube posting and stuff You're the like technical that. guy. I am. Yeah, I'm the behind yeah. the scenes guy. She's the. She's the. She's the. The eye candy. I'm the nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, can you tell us about some of the videos, the different videos you have? I've I've seen. I think all of them. So, oh. <laughs> what are some of the other ones? Um, like. I've been doing reviews and take apart and put aparts and just straight up shooting. And that's, I'm hoping to have like this little series of like when I have one gun and I make three videos out of it, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe two. We'll see. Or maybe two. We'll get you a shooting and then the breakdown. It's um, a shooting video and a breakdown video for it. Okay. So. That I'm so hoping you, to have that little series soon. So you did that with the Glock 19. You took it shooting. That was your first pistol that you shot, right? I forgot I did that. Actually, thing. the Glock 19. Sorry, 19. Yeah. Or, yeah, the Glock 19. It was funny. Um, we actually, uh, there was some guy just, she was, I was staring at it, and I asked some guy to let her shoot it. And he was like, yeah, go ahead. And oh, so, so it's I, not even your pistol. <laughs> no, it's no. not even our pistol. It's just a guy, <laughs> nice. like, I, Oddly enough, at our range, um, a lot of people share guns. Like, you know, we don't mind actually, you know, here, take a few shots off this. Just don't ruin it. Just don't ruin it. Right. And uh, <laughs> so what happened was she, I walked over, I I told her, or I asked the guy if she could take a few shots and I can get it on video. And uh, so he loaded up 10 shots for her and just let her go at it. And, you know, he was, he was extremely nice about it and... Was that the first pistol you'd ever shot, Haley? Yes, it was. <laughs> and how did you like it? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it felt weird at first because, like, I've been used to shooting rifles before that because mm-hmm. how my wrist just flicked up. But it just it also felt so cool. Like, the next pistol I'm hoping to shoot will be the PX4 Storm. Mm-hmm. So I've shot one of those. It's pretty cool. But you know when your flip, your wrist flips up. You know what that's called? No. It's called flipperosity. <laughs> flipperosity. We coined that term, by the way. But you can feel free to use it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know one of the one of the videos that you did that I thought was really well done was your one about the pal, and uh, you were talking about how to apply for it and how you did it. So, um, which which is your favorite video? Do you think so far? Oh, I think it has to be my Glock 19 one. <laughs> really? I really like that handgun. The shooting. Yeah. Breakdown. The shooting. Yeah, because you, you posted the breakdown too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It's pretty yeah. easy to break down, huh? It, it's almost exactly the same as the PX4. Some of it's harder and some of it's easier. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I, I get, tried to get her to explain to the guy how the... Uh, how it how it breaks down, and she started explaining it to the guy, and the guy's eyes just lit right up. Like, how she know this? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, he was just stunned. He didn't know how this little fourteen year old girl was like. Uh, how do you know how to already take the slide out? <laughs> That's cool. I love oh, it when you can surprise people like that. The slide is the hardest to put on and the hardest to take yeah. off. Yeah, you have to grip it just right, eh? To to yeah. get the yeah. Yeah. So. The guy that you were talking about that is that Travis, uh, the gun, uh, the gun store owner. Uh, he's the gunsmith. Yeah, oh, the gunsmith. Okay, so which stores is 
is not. It's in BC, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, it's uh, Siwash Sports. I'm sponsored by them, so. Okay. All right. Yeah, so you've done a couple of videos there. And they're also paying for my core. Oh, nice. Nice. And for people who don't live in BC, (laughs) the core is the, uh, the hunting education, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, we don't have we don't call it core out here in in the east. It's just hunting education. I've had a couple people ask me what what is this core people keep talking about. Uh, <laughs> it, it is an acronym, right? Yeah. Yeah. Canadian Outdoor Recreational something. Education, I think. Yeah. Cool. I can't I can't remember. I'd have to actually look it up. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I just guessed, so we'll we'll see. I'm sure. <laughs> look, we'll get listener feedback, and they'll correct me. Trust me, they love <laughs> correcting us. <laughs> So, Haley, what about the kids at school? What do they think of you? Do you think that you're a YouTube star? Or what do they, what do they think um, about you? Well, a couple of my friends do go out to the range with me and shoot. Uh-huh. And there's just a couple people in my class that don't like me. Oh. <laughs> Is it because you shoot? you shoot? No, it's because I'm a teacher's pet. Oh. oh. <laughs> kind of like Matthew. Hey, it's true, though. <laughs> all right what do they think about the fact that you actually are somebody Um, who likes to shoot i've i've spread it around school but i'm pretty sure most of them haven't watched it but like the friends that do shoot with me they think it's cool especially since they can come out with us Mm -hmm. and shoot with us at the range and up in the mountains do you include them in your videos sometimes too oh i haven't included i haven't included them once yet no (laughs) uh when I'm going for my core, I might be um, um, asking for two of my friends to go with me because they also want their hunters. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So two of my friends might come with me and then they'll be in. The, and we're also going to be making a video on the hunters while I'm taking it. So they might be in that video. Okay, cool. So you you do have your brother and your sister in the videos sometimes too. I. Your brother yeah. was your brother was in the one that I saw with the uh, with the cooey. And so was my sister. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you do have you do have other stars in your family as well, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Her, her brother's in a band, and her sister, well, eventually, will, you know, probably shoot bow on on tape as well. So. Right. Okay, so you were talking about interviewing people. Is there a list of people that you'd like to interview for YouTube? Uh, I'd like to interview Rod one day from Civil Advantage. Rod's a cool guy. Yes. And he's in BC too, so you probably do in person. And um, I'd also like to interview Tracy Wilson. Yep, Tracy's a cool girl. I've met her before too. Yeah. And then a couple of my friends. And ask them about their experiences with guns and how much they like it. Because they've only started, like, around this summer. And that's based on your encouragement, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we can tr- get Tracy and Rod to listen, and maybe they, we, they'll, they'll contact you, and maybe you can set up an interview. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a question for both you Jeremy and for you Haley so advice for adults who want to get their kids into shooting how how would you suggest they they do that because we have a lot of listeners both from Canada and the states and people who want to get their kids into shooting what do you suggest (laughs) make just make it fun for them um you know uh 
Grab cool make targets. Sure, make sure that the, of course, make sure that the gun is not overly sized for them, right? You know, uh, make, have a good setup. That's that's the biggest thing is when we go up there it in the, in the mountains, it's almost like we're, we set up at a range. I have a table, you know, the, the bean bags and all that. Make it comfortable for, comfortable for everybody and then just show that you're having fun. Most times, you know, as soon as they see, you know, dad or mom is enjoying it so much, they're they're gonna want in it too, and you know, the the bang too. They love the bang. Right. Grab cool targets because they'll want to shoot like That's cool another targets. One, yeah. Because like the first time I went shooting, my dad had these zombie targets that like you could see where your holes were. So I really liked shooting those. You, uh, I've taken uh, I've taken people out from work with those, and they loved them as well. Yeah. What about like balloons and steel targets and stuff like that? No balloons yet because it's it's hard to set that up where we go. But lots of steel tar- or yeah, we we like lots of steel and uh, lots of um, lots of uh, cans, especially. Yeah, steel's my favorite. I love shooting steel. I love the ding you get as soon as you hit it. You just you you, you hit it or you don't, and you know it right away. Yeah. I want to get her in the. We have a twelve gauge backpacker shotgun. I want to get her. Yeah, a video on. I wanted her to get at least five shots on and watch the spread go. Oh, that'd be cool. Five shots in a row. Five shots. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel your shoulder already, huh, Haley? Yeah. I do actually have a video of her shooting that. It's it's hilarious. It's um, I I didn't post it because it's short. And she complained a lot, so I don't want to on, but. But uh, yeah, no, she uh, she's got one where she she did really well. You know, you can see her pick it up. You can see her just just go with this this little twelve gauge shotgun that fits in your backpack. Not to be a complainer at all, but like that thing really hurts your shoulder. Actually, it does. It does. Yeah, twelve gauge has a lot of recoil. Yeah. Oh, it does. Especially expect- little ones. So small. Yeah. 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 The lighter the gun, the more you're gonna feel it. I'm impressed that uh, that you shot it though, Haley. Good good for you. Yeah, thank you. It sounds like you're not afraid to shoot anything. Um, Tell her the gun that Travis wants you to shoot the MDT. Uh, you know my co-host on that uh, show, Travis? The, yeah. Not the show, Travis, <laughs> but like the, my co-host, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wants me to... Is it his gun? Yeah, it's his. Oh, he wants me to shoot his... Um, MDT. MDT. Mm-hmm. I guess. It is. It, yeah, that's what it's called. It's okay, a, it's a it's a three hundred eight, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah I, I was just gonna ask for for yeah for the listeners. Yeah, the listeners, not me at all, but who don't know what an MDT is? Because <laughs> I don't know what yeah, an it's, MDT it's is. Yeah, it's like the uh, well, it's a brand. So MDT makes the HS three, the LSS, that kind of thing. I've got an right. MDT in an HS three with a Savage ten in three hundred eight. So, so yeah, I mean, there were. Bolt action hunting rifle. It's a bolt action. Well, no, not hunting. Oh, <laughs> it's, a no, it's precision. Yeah. Oh, it's a precision yeah. rifle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, cool. No, this one, and it's it's custom built too as well because it's his. So it's cool. a nice rifle. You should yeah, get he... pictures, video, everything. Oh yeah, course. we will. He keeps pushing it on her, so he really wants her to shoot it. <laughs> does it have a muzzle brake? Uh, I do believe it actually does. Oh, well then, Haley, you'll have no problem with it. I mean, if you can shoot the 12-gauge, you'll be able to shoot this, no problem, especially if it has a muzzle brake. Yeah. It it doesn't have as much kick. It won't have, actually, any kick. It's loud, but, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have much recoil. That's a nice thing about muzzle brakes. They they mitigate that very nicely. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're shooting a 22. Yeah, some of them. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yep. Hopefully, I'll be able to get her to shoot uh, her grandfather's Parker 1968 Parker oh, Hale seven millimeter. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, Super Safari. That's oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, it's really oh, it's man. uh it was my uh, also my grandfather's gun as well. So my grandfather but, was a hunter. That's cool that you have so many different things that you can shoot. It's awesome, especially <laughs> stuff that's been in the family. Yeah, the that's variety right. is nice, especially for YouTube, yeah. because people want to see different things yeah. all the time. Yep. That's why I went to the store. I actually, um, I went to the uh, Siwash first. I was expecting to, them to say no and have to go to, like, two or three more stores. Uh, I presented it to him right away, and he was like, uh, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't, know I didn't what expect to say. you I to was, say yes. <laughs> I was like, you're going to give me, because uh, all I was asking for was guns and ammo, right? right. That's all I wanted. Right. I wasn't asking for money or anything. I just said I want guns and ammo just so I can, you know, keep keep videos coming. And uh yeah, she uh he just jumped right on it and he's like he's they're full support of her. That is well, fantastic. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we 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 asked Haley and you to come on as well because we know that kids um kids normalizing um shooting and getting into the sport. That's how, you know, gun and that's how the gun business is going to continue as well, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, they say kids are our future, and everybody's like, oh, it's such a cliche, but it is so true. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, I mean, the the older guys are dying out, and, uh, you know, it's up to us to uh, to get the younger generation to want to keep doing it. Yep. Yep. So, tr- uh, so, Jeremy, you have the GoFundMe page. Well, Haley has it, but it's essentially for you so that you can you can continue to make the videos, right? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise enough money for um, to, to buy some new camera equipment, maybe to be able to get uh, some t- a t-shirt line or something going, and also to uh, hopefully uh, uh, trademark the Canadian Gun Girl name. And okay. uh, we, you know, we want to try to try to get that. And you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm not greedy. I wanted to put four thousand, but you know, the more the more the better because you know it just helps us out and. The more the better cameras I can get, the more video I can get out. Because, like I said, we have tons of woods here. I mean, it would be, I would like to be able to get some where we go out with a backpack and just, you know, the backpack or shotgun or some of our small guns and just go out and just start blowing things away in the woods and you know get some videos for that. Okay. So where can you where can you get all that information? Your YouTube page. Um... And oh, your website that's, and that's go find me on the YouTube page. Um, okay, it's uh, there. You'll see the links down there. Um, the go the GoFundMe, the Twitter, the Facebook, or not? I don't actually. I don't think the Facebook one is. If you want her on Facebook, you just gotta go on Facebook and write in uh, Canadian Gun Girl. Yep, and that's the same thing for the YouTube page as well, right? Yes, yes. ma'am. Okay, all right, Adriel. Uh, do you have any questions for for Haley or Jeremy? No, I mean I found it. Uh, I found it fairly quickly when I searched on Facebook, so it's uh, it's really easy to find over there. And uh, on YouTube, I'd actually just shared out your YouTube channel on uh, on my Facebook as well, uh, just from the hunting gear guy. So hopefully more people find it and are able to watch your videos. Because I mean, especially the stuff on on miners pals, like there's not really a lot of information out there on that. So that's yep. uh, that's really key, and that's that's really adding to to the the knowledge base out there. Absolutely. That's why we did it. Is because uh, I was actually trying to figure out when my son first got his miner's pal. Um, 
I tried to get as much information as I could, and I couldn't. I couldn't get nothing. So um, when it came to her, I was like, and of course she's doing the channel. I was like, you know what? You might as well show it off and let's talk about it. Why not? Yeah. Yep. And one of the things that I really liked about uh, Haley, you really focus on safety. You talk about safety in every video as well. So I I thought that was great. Well, yeah, safety is really important, especially when it comes to stuff like this, because you don't accidentally want to shoot someone in the head. Good You're plan. Right. <laughs> it's a great well, plan. <laughs> we had we had a uh, an, well not an accident but we were uh, we had a slam fire one day. Ha ha. Ha ha. I was I was I was loading a, a I was loading my gun and she was actually to the table to the right of me walking beside me and as soon as I closed the bolt, ding, you could hear it go and I, I was you know and I looked at her and I said, listen, you know. Um, this is why we do this. And from that day on, she's, she's always noted. Like she'll, she actually, uh, it's funny. We'll, we'll go to the range and she always points out the mistakes the adults make and they make a lot. And she's always pointing them out. Like, you know, this guy's shooting on green or this guy's at the table on green or, you know, I mean, he, she, she tends to point that out a lot. I've pointed out mistakes in cop shows. Like, once in a while, I see in cop shows, like, certain cops aren't holding the handgun right, and they're actually, like, having their thumbs on, like, the back of the um, gun and stuff. And, you know, like, they're not just flicking their face. It's, it's not okay. <laughs> you're right. And this is this is the one thing that you're going to have a frustration with for the rest of your life now <laughs> is because you know how to properly hold and use and shoot a gun. Nothing on TV or Hollywood movies is ever going to be the same for you again because yeah. you're always going to be going, ah, oh, just hold the gun right, would you? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Matthew, do you have anything else besides uh, holding the gun right? <laughs> no, I'm just uh, I'm I'm impressed, uh, you know, with with what you've done so far, Haley, and I wish you the best of luck with your YouTube channel. Um, I've, you know, YouTube's a great place to to hang out and to to share the things that you're doing, and so uh, I just I hope you you get many many subscribers and lots and lots of views. Thank you. Now, one of the things that we do at the end of the show, but I didn't know if you wanted to do this, Haley uh, and Jeremy, if you wanted to give any shout outs, I thought maybe you might want to to Travis. What do you think? Absolutely, we'd love to. Wow, well, we'd love to definitely. Give or anybody a, else? We'd definitely love to give it a shout out to Siwash Sports for sure. Uh, Travis, her co-host. I mean, he's he was railroaded. Um, well, he wasn't originally told he was doing it um, until we actually walked in. <laughs> um, you know, the boss boss was like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll do this," and Travis will do this too, and then just didn't tell him. So you know, I'm doing with, what now? <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah, but we want to, you know, we we really thank them for everything they do for this because, you know, like I said, they give us a place to shoot and uh, our videos and they, you know, they give us the guns and the ammo that we can work with. That's great. Okay, so again, we just wanted to say thank you to Haley and uh, to Jeremy for coming on. And you can check out Haley's videos on YouTube under Canadian Gun Girl as well as on Facebook as well. Go to go there and give her a like and share her around. So thanks, guys, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Well, I just want to just thank Haley and uh, her dad, Jeremy, again for coming on the show. 
Absolutely. Uh, why don't we uh, get to some listener feedback? Let's. Uh, this okay. first. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big mystery. What's coming up next? Okay, listener feedback. What is it? Chad. What is it? <gasps> okay, go. <laughs> this is so different. No, we can't do it. From Chad. <laughs> Greetings, Slamfire crew. Thanks for the continued work on the show. I look forward to listening every week, and it makes my commute on Friday mornings much more enjoyable. Anyhow, on to my question. I believe I've heard Kelly talk about taking guns to the States, and perhaps the rest of you know something about this as well. I've recently received my New Hampshire uh, CCW permit, and I'm wondering what I need to do to bring a handgun to the States. I know Norinkos and SBRs and short shotguns are a no-go, but not much else past that. I looked into the ATF Form 6, but there seemed to be a couple variations of this form, and I just wanted to make sure I'm using the right one. I've heard they have quite a delay right now, so I would like to get this as correct as possible to try to expedite the process. Thanks for the input, and keep up the good work. So I sent him an email, and I gave him a little bit of information, a few tips in that as well, because I've been going down to the States quite frequently over the past couple of months. So I did tell him that absolutely right. Um, you can't bring Norenko or short barrel rifles and also shorty shotguns into the States. Yay, Canada, because we're allowed to we, have those. We can have them. The <laughs> Chinese guns and the short <laughs> rifles. Well, hey. Hey, we got to have something on the U.S. Yeah, exactly. They, they um, pretty much hold the Trump card, though. Yeah, But um, pretty much. Get it? Yeah, Trump? Trump? Never mind. Carry yeah. on. My bad. Well, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Is it really uh, on Tuesday, like that soon? Not this Tuesday, the Tuesday after. Oh, okay. Man. Oh, yeah. I invested some 223 before then. Yeah, better. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get really expensive if what goes one way. <laughs> exactly. Oh, anyways. And more expensive if it goes the other way? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I did tell him that each state is different, so you have to actually, you know, research the, the gun laws for the state. And because of that, you know, the New Hampshire... New New Hampshire shares reciprocity with a few other states, but you need to actually find out which states those are. And not all states recognize New Hampshire's non-resident permit. So there's a lot you have to look into. It depends on which state you go to. And so I told him to go and do that. And uh, when he sent his reply, he said it makes sense and, and that. So he's going to do that. Or he's already done that. Um, and the other thing is also research the states you're going into because, like, for example, in New York State, my 1022 with the collapsible stock and the pistol grips, they're not allowed. But I can take it into Ohio or Michigan. So, again, go back to whichever state you're going into and make sure you research uh, their gun laws. Um, the Form 6 that he needed was the Form 6 NIA, which is the non-resident. It's the alien. We're aliens. Yes, aliens. We're. Yeah. We're play the... Uh, the, the 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 soundtrack from do, 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 do. yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah the temporary import X Files that's what I was thinking the, of sorry oh, no I never Whatever. watched the X Files anyways <laughs> so I sent him the link it's the NA, it's the form six NIA so he has that as well maybe we can put that in the show notes too uh, the, uh, the, the the map I'd like to put in there is the reciprocity map. Um, there's a yeah. there's a map that's really cool where if you've got the New Hampshire one, you can click on there and say I'm a non-resident, and it'll just like auto populate all the different states that you can go to, yep. and uh, it's very easy to use. Yeah, that'd be a good one in there. So, and if you can uh, if you can get me the N uh, I six. Yep. I'll get that for you too. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll add that to the show notes as well. 
And the other thing that I talked to him about is you really need to to make it as easy as possible to get across the border. Make sure that you have an invite from the club or the competition or the event or a hunting invite to or hunting permit. That way you're not going to have as much trouble at the border because uh, if you're just going down just to see, you know, the states and all that, uh, they might give you a little problems with that. Uh, I did actually, the tip I gave him was the fact that the ATF is really backlogged right now, and that's because of the uh, suppressor um, tax stamp. Uh, there's a lot of people that are applying for it, and also the election frenzy. People are, are down in the States are, are buying quite a bit. So normally, uh, if you actually fill out the, uh, the Form 6 and you email it, we actually have even gotten them back within a day or two. But the last time that I sent mine, it took two weeks, and then it was denied. And the reason why it was denied is I didn't separate the ammo. The ammo that you can take is there's a total of 5,000 rounds that you can take. Um, before I actually uh, clump them together, uh, you do have to specific, specifically say which which brands, but you didn't have to actually specify quantities other than 5,000 rounds. Uh, they denied me this time because I didn't do that, so I had to actually separate it, and it took another two weeks. And faxing is okay, but emailing is much better. You'll get it back in um, a better time. So that's one of the things that I told him to do. The other tip I told him was be very organized. The guys at the border really like the fact that if you give them a binder, and in it, it has your Form 6, it has your... Um, your invite, it has your certificates, so your registration certificates and also a copy of your PAL and all that. They'll flip through it and they, they like the fact that you're organized and you're upfront about everything. And they'll also talk to you about the firearms you're going and ask you about questions about, like, for example, they didn't know what Appleseed with, was with us and they, and they talked about that. But they really like to talk about your guns and they complain about their trigger pull and ask if you've used their guns before and all that. But they're, they won't give you a hassle. Um, if you're really organized, if you're not organized, they'll, they generally will tell you to go pull over and they'll go through it with you. The other tip I had for him was don't go to the female's booth, go to the men's booth and because with a female, sad to say, but you're probably going to go to secondary or you're going to get a harder time. So, uh, what other tips did I have for him? Um, 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 oh, so when you're going down on your form six, make sure that you've put in uh, all the guns that you think you might like to bring, not necessarily everything that you will bring. That way, like, back in March, I didn't put my, my Glock on my form, and I had to resubmit my form. I if I, had, if I had put my Glock on the form, I could have actually used it again, because the Form 6 is good for a year from the time that you actually uh, have it approved. So if you're going to another shoot or another state or whatever, you can still use the same Form 6. You don't necessarily have to bring all the guns that are on the form, but if as long as they're listed, then you know you're good for as long as the form six is good for, which is the year. So, those were all the tips that I gave him. Cool. That's, yeah. Uh, quite a list. That's, quite a list. That's quite the list. <laughs> but I mean, it's yeah. a complicated thing to do, right? I mean, yeah. you can't just roll over the the border with a pistol sitting on the seat next to you. So it's uh, it's good to know what the ins and outs of those uh, are. Yeah, and chances are, if you do all that, you're not going to have a hard time at all. Sweet. It took us two seconds to go through the borders in and out. Nice. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. Matthew, do you want to take the uh, next one here from Dave? From Dave. Okay, Trevor, you have redeemed yourself. I am an owner of a Red Hill tactical holster for my grand power. 
I even managed to buy it semi-locally, 400 kilometers away, at Siwash Sports in Chilliwack. Hey, that sounds familiar. Hey. Huh. Yeah. Weird. We heard them earlier. <laughs> Hi, Travis. <laughs> so, I hear that the chorus is full now, but please put me on the waiting list for both days, please. Uh, in the meantime, I chipped in some money via Patreon. You should have enough saved up to come to BC in about 100 years. Thanks, Dave. Well, thank you, Dave, for being a Patreon. That's awesome, <laughs> and congrats on getting your uh, your holster there from Siwash Sports in Chilliwack. And yeah, I guess Trevor's redeemed, I guess, whatever. Although he's not on the show tonight, so he's not mm. going to hear this until way later. Mm-hmm. I might I even edit he, that he didn't want to be on the show because, uh, because Dave... It was yeah. I mean, it was Dave the first time, right? And here he another email from Dave, and he's still not still not here. So it's it's I think Dave. It's, I, I, I think it's you, man. It's not Trevor. I think it's, it's every you. time that Dave sends an email, he's not on. Yeah, I think I think Trevor hates Dave. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. What are you gonna do, Kelly? Did you want to take the uh, next one here? It's sure. It's from Steve. It says Adriel. Just wanted to say that Cold Lake. Fish and Game in Cold Lake is in the process of finishing the additions of the three new action shooting bays. We will have a 25 meter, a 50 meter, and a 100 meter action shooting bays in which we hope to start running three gun matches next season. Lakeland Three Gun, uh, the league I started two years ago out in Bonneville uh, Shooting Sports Association, or the BSSA in Bonneville, will continue to host matches once per month at either the CLF and G or the BSSA. So you so want you want to know what's super funny about this? What? Steve emailed us. Uh, oh, was it like last week or the week before? Where it, he's just getting started with the episodes, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I met Steve. <laughs> did. He was he was shooting three gun. I'm sure it was him. He was shooting three gun at the same time as we were taking our black badge uh, in Bonneville. So so he he is listening <laughs> to did. Trevor and Owen and I. And meanwhile, you've met him and you're a host. Yep. He doesn't even know it yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love it. That's that's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, because Bonneville is in you know my neck of the woods, right? Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went to the Bonneville range, didn't we? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, funny. Very cool. Uh, last one. Oh, uh, this is okay. In, in New Brunswick, would this be Jean Denis? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, from Jean Denis. Hi, I know you guys are from New Brunswick. Well, some of us, and uh, as well. So I'll ask uh, you since I imagine one of you know, I've recently inherited some restricteds from the 60s and 70s. And while they're nothing special, they're cheap 22 revolvers, they do hold some personal value to me. They're in relatively good shape, but they would need to be reblued, and there's some minor beginnings of rust on certain spots. Basically, I'm looking for a gunsmith that could fix them up, reblue them, and make sure that they're safe to shoot, as I don't think that they've been shot in 20 plus years. I live in the greater Moncton area, if that helps you in any way. Thanks. Yeah, I'm sure Trevor could answer that. Because he's from New Brunswick. <laughs> I don't know about any of us, mm. but yeah. Uh... Well, yeah, um, New Brunswick. Yeah, New Brunswick. Uh, gunsmiths I, I i don't know i don't know um I, I mean i know the local guy but beyond that i don't know like anybody you remember well, the, yeah. the episode where where matthew what was it tried to form a choke on a shotgun barrel by by yeah. hammering it onto another one it worked was that a 20 20- all i gotta say <laughs> is it worked this is a gunsmith <laughs> it wasn't pretty but it worked <sighs> yeah no there are um there are some good gunsmiths there's a guy in brown's flat oh what's his name he has done some pretty good work. Actually, he's who I'd recommend if I could remember his name. If I remember his name, Jean Denis, I will send you an email. And if I don't, I'm sorry, I have forgotten his name. Isn't, we'll there, 
Well, well, I was going to say, Trevor, maybe Trevor can give us more information, but there's a guy in Fredericton as well that I know that Filthy uses. Oh, yeah, 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 him. I can't remember his yeah. name either. <laughs> he listens, though, so I'm really embarrassed now. He actually, I'm, I'm actually looking at a, a dummy round he gave me on a keychain um, yeah. that he made out of a 338 Lapua case, so he's awesome. Yeah. I've met him, like, several <laughs> times. I am just so bad with names. Oh, you know yeah, that, he- Catherine and Andy, right? <laughs> <laughs> he works out of the he works out of the Fredericton um, gun store, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So call them up. Yep. But we don't know his name. I don't. We well, just asked for the gunsmith. Yeah, if Trevor was here, he'd. Talk. Oh yeah, no, he he'd be again. Trevor's not. Anyways. Yeah, Gordon Whitman, I believe, is the guy in uh, in Brown's flat. Um, I think that's his name. Yeah, B- Blue Mountain Sports in Brown's flat. So you could check that out. Um, and then also check out the, the just just call the Canadian or the Canadian gun store the the Fredericton gun store and just uh, and and talk to to the just ask for the gunsmith and he'll help you out I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Why don't we uh, why don't we head on to the iTunes reviews? If you'd like to email the show, just send us an email at slamfireradio at gmail dot com. And we have one iTunes review this week. It's from CS Later BV in Canada. It's a five star review. T- fantastic Canadian-focused show. Amazing podcast with great hosts. I've learned a lot from the show and look forward to the weekly updates. Particularly enjoy Trevor's detailed explanations, Adriel's three-gun comments, Kelly's enthusiasm, and Matthew's passion and humor. Bought an FNS9 based on the show. Great magazine capacity with a terrible trigger, <laughs> at least compared to my Walther Q5. And... <laughs> It is kind of draggy, and you need it to put cleans like, up. a thousand it, rounds through it. it. Put a thousand rounds through it. <laughs> it does clean up. Uh, I've poked around the internet, and there does not seem to be many remedies for this currently, besides putting a lot of rounds <laughs> downrange, <laughs> which is just, not a bad thing. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> Any chance of getting Owen to make guest appearances? Loved his, opi- in, uh, his input when he was a host. Cheers, Chris. I can ask him. Yeah, maybe we can do... Uh, a Tom duck free. and waterfowl uh, uh, show upcoming, or a hunting show upcoming, where he can give his That'd two be cool. cents. He's on. He's on Skype right now. Should I add him to the call? <laughs> <laughs> Just unsolicited. Hey, you're on the show. Hey, hey, yeah. Oh, I've yeah, I've yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> uh, well, uh, for everyone else out there, please leave a five star rating. We have 142 five star reviews so far. 111. Canadian, 28 U.S., one Australian, one U.K., one Lithuania, and one Belgium. <laughs> nice. Uh, make it make it funny or not. You'll always hear it on the show. Yeah, basically. And, uh, thanks, yeah, thanks to everyone else who uh, already has added in their reviews. Uh, shout-outs, everyone. I don't have any shout-outs. Neither. I'm terrible at shouting out. I, I have a shout-out for Trevor. No, I don't. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got a shout out to Chad for hosting. Uh, he had a couple of guys over at uh, at his place shooting, and we blew up some tannerite and did a bunch of other fun stuff. And he let me use all his AR tools to pop my barrel onto uh, onto just my air upper. I didn't bring my lower to his house or anything. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. You just need the, the upper comes off. There's two pins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's so that's all I did. Um, yeah, sorry. There was another one that uh, we need to. Me- uh, reference yeah, here, but I, I wanted to know if this is the same Chad that put the uh, email in. It is, yeah. Awesome. Hey, mm-hmm. you actually know him. That's cool. 
Did he buy you um, a sandwich? In real life, IRL is what the kids would say. IRL. <laughs> did, did he buy you a sandwich? <laughs> that's the question. I shot that's his like, Tanner, right? That's like the uh, gold pizza. star. Oh, wait. He got pizza. We, he got pizza for everyone. But, but was it? He totally had pizza at his place. But was it a sandwich? <laughs> See, here's no. the thing. That's the gold standard now. I mean, I, I, when when a listener buys you a sandwich, you you basically made it. It was Domino's <laughs> pizza. That's like name brand stuff. Usually, I've got like some off brand pizza. I'm, oh well, I'm really happy right. with the pizza. W- w- it, it's unusual, but we'll allow it. UFO pizza. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there is a shout-out, and it's going to Tommy. This is from uh, Trevor, and Tommy wanted to say – or, sorry, Trevor wanted to say that uh, your retelling of the story of putting arrows through Trevor's wall was amazing on the podcast, and everybody has to go and listen to it. That, that's Tommy Nelson. Is, yes, it is yeah. Tommy Nelson. And and Tommy's podcast is – what? What? Hello? Hello? Which podcast Hello. is his? Which podcast? It's the, it? the Para podcast, isn't it? What's there. it called? I'm I'm clearly subscribed and listen every week. <laughs> hi, Tommy. Uh, hi. He doesn't listen to us. We're not cool enough. Oh, that's not. Oh, I don't know. We'll don't put it in the show note. Like, in the show notes. Sure, yeah. we'll figure it out. Apparently, Trevor listens again. Trevor's Trevor listens to every podcast on the face of the planet. We're driving in his car. He's like, "Want to listen to a podcast?" I'm like, "Well, which one?" He goes, "I don't care. Any of them. I've got them all." He listens to everything. You name it, he's listening to it. All right. All right. Uh, let's uh, go on to Patreon supporters. So we've got a couple of new ones this week. We've got Colin H. He's uh, he's donating 5.56. We've got Dave Z. He's donating 243. Nice. And Mr. Yeah. Uzi, Thomas Bryant, has uh, chosen to donate as well. So uh, those are all of our new Patreon supporters. They join current Patreon supporters Morgan S., Jason P., Dalton H., Jonathan Jonathan S, Tyler A, Richard D, Rob B, Thomas S, Chad G, Kevin L, Ryan B, Adrian R, Mike R, Mark P, Justin D, Miss Stacy, Spencer C, Byron A, and James B. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're going to have to stop saying Woo! the initials at the end because that's, that's just got confusing after a while. That's, that's, that, good job, Adriel. You read them all. Mm-hmm. It's, and thanks uh, everybody. It's a big list, but uh, yeah. you know they're they're all willing to to help us out and you know pay for oh, hosting are, and that kind of thing. We so appreciate it. I don't mind reading that once in a while. No, of course not. Yeah. Oh, we've got a one special show out to Patreon supporters, and then we've got a video, and we're gearing up to do uh, another special show at the start of the next month here. So yeah, that's coming that right up, up, isn't it? We we should yeah. come up with a plan for that. Yeah, and you should nah, let's just wing it like too. we always do. <laughs> what was that, Kelly? <laughs> send the invite, too. Oh, we should probably do that. Because, yeah, we yeah. kind of tend to miss those. Do guys. we know who's coming on next? Uh, I don't I've got an idea. Yep. All right, that's yep. cool. Yep. I don't have okay. any idea. I got no mm-hmm. clue. Oh, yes. Okay, well, please join one or more of our National Firearms Associations, such as the CCFR or the CSSA. It's important to support those that support us. Uh, check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. It's a forum uh, where you can uh, talk about guns and talk about what uh, we talked about on the show. Like us on Facebook. We've got 1,545 likes. And uh, 
After we that, we've got a whole a whole uh, <laughs> uh, kit and caboodle of uh, other things here. We've got 116 thumbs up, 26 gold stars and counting, two flukes, four manatee flippers, two kangaroo thumbs, one safe space, one HK logo, two hobbit thumbs, five duck bills, two squirrel nuts, two honks, two 1911 triggers, an ace of spades, a cartridge in a pear tree, and a pheasant in a pear tree. Pine, Pine. tree. I did that last week, too. <laughs> did I say pear tree? Oh, yeah. man. Pheasant in a pine tree. <laughs> well, I mean, so I re-listened to our, our uh, the one that we're on there, Matthew, where we're talking about uh, moving your sites to uh, and, right. and where you should move them. When yeah. we just, like, glazed over it, and I totally said the wrong thing. Oh, you I did totally say said, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was curious because uh, Trevor was saying, like, ah, oh, you know, Adriel just described it wrong. I'm like, mm, no, you know what? Sometimes I'm just, you know, off. Backwards. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and you were. Uh, oh, it totally was. Oh, yeah. 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 I was well, saying, that's very yeah, manly of you to own left, it. You know, you just need to move your rear sights to the left. It's like, oh, no, wait, that's not going to. Yeah. Nope, that's not going to work. Unless you really nope. flinch bad, in which case it'll work just fine. Oh, yeah. 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 That'll work just fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just increase the flinch, and you'll be more accurate. That's it. Low left, flinch harder. No, wait. High right? Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. One of, two. one of those two. Sure. Just pull the trigger over Just and over Just become a again. better shooter. You won't have to worry about your sights. There you go. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> okay, let's end this train wreck. Good night, All right. everyone. Good night. Good night. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.